All right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome you once again to another episode of the Triumphant Shadows podcast. Walking and walking and acting woke and doing this shit live, live, all the way live from my apartment, no longer in my mama's crib, but I came up, y'all. Holla at your boy. You can't even see me right now, but I'm sitting on Hellorax. <laughs> anyway, what was we going to talk about today? Oh, yeah. The president, who is he now? Joe Biden or whatever. He said, yo, you guys to get the shot. Because if you don't, yo, you can't really work. But there's stipulations to it. Basically, we're saying anybody who works for uh, a business that's funded by the executive branch of the government or that's ran by different, um, I guess, ancillary systems within the government or, you know, has some sort of ties to the U.S. government. All y'all got to get shots. You have to get the COVID-19 vaccination from Johnson & Johnson or uh, whatever, Moderna, Pfizer, whatever the ones, whatever sort of fruit flavor you want. You guys to get it served up to you. Uh, he said also businesses with more than 100 people, you have to mandate that your employees get COVID-19 tests if they don't all want to get vaccinated. I don't know how this is going to affect certain hospitals that are funded by religious organizations. I know there's a lot of them in Florida, like Adventist Health is, I think, is funded by Seven Day Adventist. There's other hospital systems I also believe are funded by the Jehovah Witnesses and things like that. And one thing that's very clear about many of these um, religions that have ties to Christianity or um judeo faith based religions is that not all of them advocate for medical interventions that involve intravenous treatment whether it's blood transfusions vaccinations antibiotics if it comes in the form of a needle there are many of these organizations are like yo we, we don't advocate for that so I, I don't know how these people are going to continue to work, but I, I feel like what Biden was trying to do, he was trying to do something that was a call that was assertive and he wanted to make himself seem like more of a leader because as of late, we just kind of make fun of this guy for being old and looking sleepy all the time, you know, but um, really... I, to me, it's not intentional, but it's a misstep on his part. Because when he says it's the unvaccinated that are causing all these problems, for one, we don't know that. We don't know that, for all we know, the coronavirus might still be able to spread through a person who's fully vaccinated. There's not enough raw data out there. You know, this thing's only been out, well, covid from what I understand, has been around since the beginning of time. It's nothing new. But this latest variation on it, the one we call COVID-19, it's only been around since 2019. But then you have all these mutating variants. We're all the way up to Mu, 
which I think is ironic because apparently uh, it coincides with the Chinese New Year, the year of the cow or whatever. <laughs> That's a thing. Somebody please correct me, but I think 2020 was supposed to be the year of the cow or the calf or the golden calf. I don't know what's going on. China, I remember back in the 90s when China was just supposed to be this this sort of, this this country that was helping America to continue its vice grip on capitalism. China was giving us all sorts of goods, whether it was Nikes, Nintendos, uh, parts that go on your cell phone, and we just left it at that. They are the ones that are helping supply us with the power to run the free world. It was that, and we went to them to watch some kung fu movies, and and uh, that was about it, you know. That and spring rolls, and that was it for the most part. There wasn't a lot going on, you know. I think the pivotal move, correct me if I'm wrong, but China became there there are certain areas within China that became independent of itself um you know independent of the nationality of China from Taiwan to Hong Kong and Shanghai and things like that I think that was happening at the turn of the 90s you know so now China is more independent within its power than it's been in a while I believe um, its military is gaining lots of power. Its uh, financial infrastructure might be in a better state than ours. You know, we we don't know what's going on with our GDP. All I know is the American stock market is more bipolar than 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 a a Karen video. You know, like one of the videos you see on social media with some chick acting frantic at a Walmart or whatever it's just it's out of control man if you got money in the stock market I am not no financial specialist but my suggestion is you liquidate them assets put a little bit of it in Bitcoin do a small amount of diversifying with bonds but take more than half of that shit out and put it in the savings bond put it in the treasure chest put it in a mattress you know what I'm saying, just don't trust the stock market right now. The stock market is highly volatile. It's been dropping for days now. And um, it, it's something the news isn't really highlighting as much because there's far more, um, far more concerning issues with the world right now with what's happening in Afghanistan and that major flooding all over New York City and um, all the shit with the vaccinations and the mass mandates. So there's other things taking the world's attention, but, you know, I think the stock market, it can affect the world almost on a level that's might be more imminent and more, and it, and it could be more dangerous than what COVID could do to us. Because if you think about it, what sort of, what sort of, physical danger, insecurity, and 
anxiety would you experience if you just went up to an ATM on the day you got paid, which for I think most people is Friday you get paid, you roll up to the ATM and you can't pull out any funds. It's registering and checking on your cell phone. You got money, but you can't pull no money out of that ATM. So you go to another ATM and that one don't got money. Then you see lines forming up by a gas station and there's no money coming out of that ATM. And everybody's trying to get to a bank to find out what's going on. You get on the phone and you get get put on hold. The banks have, you know, the armed guards are just holding people off with their guns. And nobody's getting their money. The only form of transactions that people can go with are electronic. You might be able to get some spam and some toilet paper and some tampons for, for your wife or slash lady friend or whatever. But other than that, it's like any raw goods are off limits and only motherfuckers who are making money are those that can grow stuff out on a farm. And before you know it, everything just turns into Mad Max or Book of Eli and you're shitting in a bucket and you're just, you're just rationing bumblebee tuna and praying to God the day doesn't come when you have to eat your dog. You know, well, that's how it is. That's how I be out here, man. It's it's crazy out here in these streets. You know what I'm saying? And uh, luckily, I keep I keep that thing on me. You know, keep the blinky on me just in case people want to test the motherfucker. But you know, I just you know you know, man. I just I I just look for the positivity. <laughs> you know. You know what I'm saying, man? There's positive shit happening, you know. Um, let me think about that for a second. What was positive that's happened in the last couple of weeks? You know, I'm still breathing. Um, I had, I have a uh, guy. I go to his gym. I used to do the kickboxing circuit. It is a world-class kickboxer. I think it's K. I don't know if it's the K1 circuit or whatever, but he's he's fought the best kickboxers, and I believe he's the world's best kickboxer because I've trained with him. I've I've actually kicked at his legs, and it feels like I'm fighting the Terminator. Uh, he's he's an amazing, dude. Just to just to train with him, I'm not going anywhere near a gym because of COVID. But uh, my shots out shout out to Mike Bell because I'm glad he's made his recovery after I think he had a run in with COVID-19 and he was out for two weeks, which is a positive thing because, you know, COVID-19 isn't a death sentence for everybody. I think, you know, you had the story of Joe Rogan. He was touring here in Florida and caught it and he came back. Um, he came back fit as a fiddle. Three days later, after injecting himself, or I don't know, what did he do? Use horse sperm or whatever, ivermectin, whatever the fuck that shit is. That's not horse sperm, obviously. It was approved by uh, doctors in Japan, from what I understand. And he was able to get a form that is um, that humans can actually take. But I don't suggest you guys just start taking horse medicine, because I heard the side effects for the version that's for horses is that you you can uh defecate and shit out your intestines and that's that's a hard call to make on you know 911 what's your emergency 
got I got a couple feet of of my um, of my sandwich bags in the damn in the damn um, in 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 the in the stool remover unit. You know that's that ain't what's popping. You know what I'm saying? You know, but um, but yeah, you know. Your boy out here, man. I, I, you know, I be like, this, this, uh, this episode is off the rip because I didn't plan for it. Normally, I have my segments pre, uh, pre, uh, what do you call it, pre-planned, or I have them written down and ready to go. I don't have it this time, so I'm just shotgunning it, and that seems very lazy. But this is what y'all get with. When homeboy stressed out over here over, over some COVID. If you want to see something really crazy though, shit, you know, want to see something really weird, type in DVOC. That's COVID 19 spelled backwards. See what pops up on Google. Apparently, it's supposed to be some sort of sentient demon that goes from one host to the next. And that's supposed to be known as the DVOC. And DVOC spelled forward is COVID. Maybe it's coincidence. Maybe it's not. I do believe at the end of the day that there is a possibility for humanity to survive this. I don't think... Um, I don't think our creator wants to have an empty ecosystem. I think he wants a life form to inhabit this place. And... Um, I believe humans have something to contribute to the cosmos and the heavens. And I believe that's why we, we didn't end up like the dinosaurs yet. But we have to stop blaming each other. The most negative thing that I think came out of that press conference the day before 9-11 is that when Joe was saying that, you know, it's the unvaccinated. So what's going to happen when 90% of the world gets vaccinated and this stuff gets worse or even crazier if the vaccinations themselves influence the mutation of the virus to where it's the Zeta variant or whatever. You know, when we look for the answer to our salvation inside of a needle, that's a problem. I'm not saying don't get vaccinated. Obviously, I got the vaccination. You know, but we can't look for our salvation and our hope inside of a needle. And if there's anything this pandemic has taught me is that with all this technology and all this science and with media and cell phones and the information age and our ability to create robots and drones and create black holes inside of giant tubes and all of this shit that we can do in cloning and all this shit that we can do as humans, we're still helpless. We are still helpless and feeble and insignificant. And we can be wiped out without a second thought. There is still a need and there is always going to be a need for man to have communication with his creator. And there's, we're always going to need God. As much as, as much as we think we're ahead of the game just because we've gotten so far that we can put microchips inside of our brains and upload ourselves into the internet all matrix all sexy like and shit we still need a god we still need to pray to god we still need to acknowledge that we need his help the hope of tomorrow is in our faith you know 
you know, I can act like I, you know, I'm high and mighty and I got it all going on. I can be on some Neil deGrasse Tyson shit and just go gloat about what I know and how all the information in the world is going to save me. But truth is, when you're in your darkest hour at times, you don't have all the answers. You know, you don't have all the answers. You don't have all the resources. Let me tell you something. There are people with all the money in the world who are going to suffer greatly because of COVID. It hasn't hit them yet, but what are you going to do when you don't have servants, when you don't have cooks, when you don't have security guards, when you don't have people to drive you around in your car, and you just don't have a bunch of back-breaking slaves to, to help you at your will when you have to figure things out by yourself? That's devastating to a human being, you know? And that's when you get to see really weak-minded people turn to savagery. It happened during Reconstruction, you know, right after the Civil War, when white people had to let all these slaves go, and like, oh, no, I gotta start cooking for myself, I gotta start cleaning for myself, I have to teach my family how to bathe. Man, you don't want to know how helpless white people were after slavery, man. You know, it's... It's just this level, this lack of control that we're having over the last few weeks, it's showing us how helpless, how delicate our government is. I believe Walt Disney World is more prepared for a homeland attack than our U.S. government is. So, you know, I'm just, I'm not here to talk a whole load of shit. I just, this is just, I'm just telling you what I see. You know, what I see in front of me doesn't impress me so far. Everybody's like, well, you know, Joe Biden, he was handed a lot, you know, because Trump was in office. And uh, let me just say this. We can only give so many excuses before it's our time when the ball's in our hand and we got to get the team to the playoffs. All right. And now on the world stage, America is looking a lot like the Detroit Lions. If you all know what the fuck I'm talking about all the sports fans and shit you know so that and um yeah that's that's about all i got for this this little tidbit i'm gonna have these episodes go longer i swear once you know i actually try and concentrate on some stuff concentrate on some stuff you feel me you know well this how i get my hustle on it's this gonna be my permanent podcast otherwise i'm gonna go back to my older ones but I'm not going to make another one because I've made too many. I haven't stuck to my script yet. So instead of procrastinating and falling prey to my ADHD, I'm going to focus. I'm going to focus like a Jedi, get my, mm, my, my, my my moment, you know, cross my legs, get my chakras moving and shit. And I'm going to make something out of myself, damn it. You know, so... Anyway, that was Triumphant Shadows. Once again, I want to give a shout out to some of my people out there. Mike Bell, uh, my cousin Shemelis, Shimmy, what's good, man? I know you were covering, you had some shit going on where you drank some four energy drinks and you busted your shit wide open at a CVS or and was bleeding all over and then you went to a Burger King to get a burger. But you good, my dog. I know you good. You know, shout out my boys over in Miami doing the damn thing, you know. Shout out to my cousin Aki up in the building. Uh, Jordo Undaunted up in this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
Uh, who else I need to shout out? Uh, shout out to my boy uh, Charles up in the building, man. Huggy. You know, shout out to y'all and everything. And, uh, you know, uh, Michelle out in the building. Michelle giving you, giving you a shout out too. My sister, Brianna, you know, shout out to my mama and them and all my people out in Sacramento, Alameda County, you know what I'm saying, Oakland, West Side, you know, West Side, the best side, all my woes, woes is up, all my hoes is down and shit, you know, I stay getting money, you know what I'm saying, uh, shout out to Jesus, you know, my Lord and Savior. You know, Scout Sauna salutes to that. And, um, yeah, yeah, I'm keeping 100 with y'all. I got work in a couple of hours, so I'm going to take a nap and, you know, hibernate and shit. But, you know, uh, my one minute, y'all, one minute and everything. And, uh, you know, log off this podcast and listen to some records or something. Peace out. <laughs>